Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Empowerment with Elizabeth. Today, I am here with my sweet new friend, Kinley, and she is going to talk to us about her sorority experience at Ole Miss. So Kinley, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey y'all, I'm so excited to be here with Elizabeth today. Uh, I am currently an, a member of AOPI and I ter- I serve right now as their chapter president. So I'm very thankful for this opportunity. I obviously love the Greek life um, aspect of being a, being a college student, but I'm so excited to be here today and kind of talk with Elizabeth about just, you know, uh, all things recruitment. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I love it. So prior to recruitment, kind of talk about what you were most nervous for, if you can remember. Yes, um, for me. So I am not from Mississippi. I'm actually from a real small town in Western Kentucky. And um, I didn't know a single soul here on Ole Miss campus, on the campus of Ole Miss. And um, I remember being just like terrified for college in general, let alone going through this entire process, not knowing anybody, not knowing a soul. And um, it you know, it can be very overwhelming. And I felt throughout the first round specifically, just underprepared. Um, not that you can really do much to prepare for this. You know, it's kind of a, a recruitment is something of a, a totally different nature in the best way possible. But I just remember um, definitely being the most nervous about college in general and kind of really understanding what all being in a sorority would add to my college experience. Um, You know, some girls end up obviously like myself falling in love with the Greek life aspect of college and they, they love everything about it. And some girls realize it's not for them. And so I just was worried, you know, what would that look like for me? What would, you know, what going forward, what would, um, would, would I love it? Would I fall in love with it? Especially because I didn't know anybody. I was out of state. Um, The whole process here is very different than anything I had ever seen. Um, I the, the universities around where I'm from are smaller. They have pledge classes like 45 uh, people at maximum, and we're sitting here with like 220, 225, 250 pledge classes, and that is insanity. So nobody could have adequately prepared me for what I was about to go through, even if I had tried to be more prepared. And so um, it was just the college jitters in general, and then adding on this whole new aspect of, you know, not really being aware of what I was about to go through. And um, obviously it ended up being very much okay, but it was, it was totally, obviously it's fine now, but I remember just being, being terrified, you know, like, what am I really doing? What is, what is my life about to entail when it comes to Greek life? So yeah, you kind of don't know what you don't know almost. <laughs> exactly. You really don't. And that's like the scary thing is you, you're never going to know until you kind of really just do it. You just have to kind of pull the bandaid off in that situation. And for me, uh, not knowing anyone, this was a way for me to really right off the bat, make friends, meet new people. Um, and that was probably the largest benefit when I first was a member of AOPI was just the entire community, the entire sister, like all these people that you are literally right off the gate opened up to, because so many of them are going through the same thing as you, you know, like you, and you don't feel alone anymore. You don't feel like you don't have anyone there. It's, it's a, it's an automatic community, Mm -hmm. an automatic community. So I love that. And then whenever you finally did go through recruitment, what was your favorite part about going through? I will say I, 
I had a few favorite things. The first thing would be the outfits. I love getting to shop. Um, I love getting to pick out my favorite outfits. Um, there were some, like uh, my mom and I shopped for days probably for my outfits. And that was totally fun. And seeing all, all the other outfits that people chose to wear. I think they're just such a great expression of who you are as an individual. It's just such a fun, unique way to express yourself throughout this process. Um, and that was probably like my first favorite thing. But I would also say, even after the entire week is over and you, um, you know, you've gotten a bid and all those things. It is amazing to me how many women I met during recruitment that remembered who I was like, or, you know, I saw them walking across campus and they, they spoke to me or, you know, we had a conversation and that week is such a blur. I will not lie. Sometimes I didn't remember, um, the, the people I met, but it was just the fact that, People remembered who I was. And now I had connections with all of these women, wonderful, supportive, encouraging women across our entire panel in the community that I never, you know, had I not had the chance to speak with them during recruitment, I probably would not know now or have known then. And so that is probably more than the outfits. Obviously, I love the outfits, but more than the outfits, I just love the opportunity to meet so many women in different chapters and still have engaging um, relationships and conversations with them three years later as a junior, you know, like there are people I met during recruitment my first year, whether it be PMs that were going through the process with me or people on the other side um, that I still talk to all the time. And so that is something I think really just shined through everything. Like, you know, that's, a, like I said, a crazy week. You feel so overwhelmed. It's like you, you're trying to make the decision best for yourself, how you feel uh, based off what you know, and just, having that sense of like peace when it came to those, those women I was meeting um, is definitely probably was my favorite for sure. And one thing that I feel like a lot of people don't know about recruitment week is that you have a very limited amount of items that you can bring with you mm -hmm. house to house. You get like a little Ziploc bag, or at least whenever I was going through, we got like a little Ziploc mm -hmm. and whatever you could fit in the Ziploc was what you could bring. So one piece of, or I guess like one lifesaver item that you could put in that bag, what would it be? For almost specifically, handheld fan. It is so hot in Mississippi <laughs> during um, the August month that and it's not just hot, it's humid. And you are running from house to house or you are in heels and like, you know, like walking in heels is it's a workout. Like don't let anyone tell you any different because it is a workout. And so and you're, you know, you're going from place to place. It's hot outside. It's probably like, or just having just rained or it's about to rain. So the air is very muggy, handheld fan, hands down um, and deodorant. I don't, I know I'm only supposed to pick one, but like, it just feels good. You know, like you, you don't feel like, oh my God, I smell terrible. Like I'm like, I always was like, no, Kinley, you don't like just be deodorant on. You're all dry from your handheld fan. You're fine. Calm down. Like it was just a way to like re- calm my nerves in that situation. So yeah, just one less thing you have to worry about. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay. So how has your perception changed, you know, from going through recruitment and then now you've been on the other side. So talk about kind of that shift in your perception. Absolutely. Um, I forgot to mention this in the beginning, but I currently serve as chapter president before this, I was director of recruitment. So recruitment is quite literally my thing. <laughs> I love recruitment. Um, and if I could go back and talk to my freshman year self after being on this side, I would just be like, number one, calm down because it always works out how it's supposed to. And I don't think you really see that until you are on the other side of it because it is so much more strategic than you realize it's a process and the process puts 
the right people in the right places at all times. Like I, I can't explain the, I can't, you know, it's very, it's very detail oriented. It's very intricate, intricate, but it is a very strategic process. And, you know, you don't realize that until you are on the other side and you're put in um, specific, you're, you talk to specific, specific girls. And it's not just a coincidence that, you know, you're from the same hometown as them, or, you know, like things like that, you know, every chapter on this campus is doing to make sure that you are having the best experience but you don't know that as a freshman, like nobody sits there and is like, this is, it's a, it's a, it's a process. It's a very strategic plan that they have put in place. And it makes me feel a sense of comfort now, because I know that like, I was meant to meet these people or these women for a specific reason throughout that process. And I ended up where I did because it, it it's a process like, and that has changed the entire way that I think about recruitment because going through um, it can be, very disheartening and like upsetting when you don't get back the house that you thought you were going to get back, you know, throughout the week. And looking back, I realize everything really was working out in my favor because of this process that is in, at hand, you know, like you, you don't see it. And that's a blessing because as a, you know, as a little tiny baby freshman going through recruitment, you would be so overwhelmed, but it's such a blessing. Um, and I, I love a good plan. I love organization. And so having this strategic process in place really just, you know, it broadens your um, perspective of the entire thing because it, it goes beyond just the chapters themselves. You know, it's our whole FSL office. It's the whole community. It's um, people working on reports and numbers and things that are way bigger than just you having a conversation. So um, definitely the, my perspective just changed to it being a little bit more strategic and a little bit more planned. That would be my, that would be my thing. And you mentioned that you love, you know, organization and planning. So talk about how you balance school and sorority. Um, Obviously, you know, like I said, I love being a part of my sorority. I um, am so thankful for every opportunity that it brings about. And here at Ole Miss, I feel like so many students are involved in more than just one organization, more than just your sorority or your fraternity or whatever it might be. And so, um, the balance for me comes in being organized and, um, you know, really trying to plan out as best I can. I've always been a hard, co- like hard copper copy planner person. Like it's literally sitting right here with me. Like okay. I tried so hard I've, and I continue to try so hard to be like a Google calendar girly and it just doesn't work for me. Like I need my planner. It doesn't go anywhere without me. Um, and you know, whatever it might be, whether it be classes or it's chapter or it's, um, a philanthropy event or it's meetings, all of it gets written down. And I've just learned that if I, if I can prioritize my day based off of what needs to be done sorority wise, school wise, I'm, I'm really okay. Like it, it's, it's not too much. It doesn't, it, it can get overwhelming sometimes, but that's with anything in life. You know, you're going to have one day, probably a husband and kids, and you're going to have to, you know, and a job and all these things. And this is just such good practice. And it helps you really learn how to prioritize the important things in your life compared to maybe some things that at the end of the day, just aren't, aren't that important. You know, maybe you don't get to work an extra shift at your philanthropy event because you have to go and do homework or vice versa, you know, like, Hey, I've got this philanthropy event. I'd love to be able to get a few extra community service hours. Let me do my homework in this three hour spare time window that I have right now. And so it's just being very proactive in all the decisions that I make and 
planning as much as possible. Um, and when the wrench gets thrown in the plan, just being adaptable in that situation as well, you know, while planning is key, sometimes things come up and things happen, especially once you take on leadership positions, if that's something, you know, um, you're looking at doing. Sometimes I am scheduled to do things and then it's like, oh my goodness. And being appreciative of the people who can rearrange when you, when you, you know, have to make a couple shifts and shifts in your plan. So just trying your best to plan it out, but also being super open to, um, you know, those, those kinks that kind of end up in your, in your plans when they do and working, working them out as they come for sure. I love that. Okay. Our final question. If you could give one piece of advice to a girl going through recruitment this fall, what would it be? This is going to sound so cheesy. And I'm sure that like everyone else you've talked to this, you know, this is like something that probably always gets brought up. Um, And I actually have two, they kind of go hand in hand. The first thing would quite literally just to, to be yourself would be to be yourself. I know that sounds so cheesy, but they're not looking for a version of you that is, you know, not even remotely who you actually are as an individual. They want to see the genuine you. They want to see what it's like to have a conversation with you, what you like to do, what you like to talk about. They don't want to know what you've been practicing for six months because you think that's what they want to hear. They want to hear who you are, what you can bring to you know their chapter, how you would fit in with them. It's you are uniquely made for a reason. You have so many beautiful gifts and talents and things that go beyond what you think they want to hear. And so absolutely just being yourself um, and understanding that it's enough. And that will be so crucial in this process because you're going to end up where those gifts and talents and um, you know, where, where you're wanted and where you are needed to be. And so be yourself. And the second thing would be, to give yourself grace and give it time. Um, you know, I think I see so many people across this campus who come here with this like perception of, oh my gosh, I'm going to get a sorority. I'm going to have my best friends within a week and it's going to be the best time ever. And I'm not going to get homesick and I'm not going to be sad. And then that week ends and specifically recruitment and in general ends and everything kind of gets a little quiet and it gets little, you know, it, it, things start real life, real life picks up and you realize, oh, I am homesick. I do miss my mom. Like I want, I want to go lay in my real bed. I want to go lay in my real bed with my high school friends. And you, you this kind of gets put in the middle of that. And you're like, I haven't met any friends. I'm, you know, look, I'm worried. Like, what if this is the wrong decision for me? You're not going to know within a week. You have got to give yourself time to adapt to not only college life, but being a part of an organization of women who really do care about you. Like they do. You just, it's finding your people. It's not only finding your people within that, but finding the people who will help push you further, who will help, help you succeed in the end. You know, you can't find those people within a week. You have to give it, give it a couple months and, you know, maybe it isn't for you. And that's totally fair. There are people all across this campus who realize that all the time. That's okay. But it's, it's not okay to give up on something because it is hard. Give yourself time. Give the sorority time. Put yourself out there. Go to the house. Eat breakfast. Eat lunch. Eat dinner. Um, make new friends. Be bold. Just be yourself. Put yourself out there and give this entire process time because you will be so thankful. You will look back three, four years later, want to know where the time went. Be like, how am I here? How is it almost my senior year of college? And 
you're going to, you will be just, you'll be so thankful, filled with so much gratitude for this process, the way it works out and the fact that you gave it time and you were bold enough to be yourself throughout the entire process. I love that advice. And I used to be an orientation leader at Ole Miss. And that was something that I would tell the kiddos in my groups is like, if you had five best friends within the second week of school, that would be weird. Like that would would be so concerning, honestly. Yes. Uh, Because how many times in your life have you met and then became best friends in two weeks? Never. 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 Let's chat. Yes. Um, so that's so true. And, and I love that you just say, you know, to give it time because, um, really, I mean, for that first whole year of college, you're probably not going to have any like super close friends. And that is completely and totally normal, despite what people may be posting on Instagram. You know, I remember seeing people like posting friend groups and that doesn't count because you don't know if they just like literally were like, Hey, want to take a pic? Like, yes, City Michelle, that is. That is such a, there's so much truth in that. And, you know, today we live in like a society where social media is like the end all be all when it comes to things that you think, you know, and I remember that my freshman year, like looking at people's Instagrams or their Facebooks or their Snapchats. And I'm like, what am I doing? Like, am I doing something wrong? And then at the end of the day, like you see them in real, you know, like you see them in real life and they are going through the same thing that you are. And that's just, it's not talked about enough. And I think that goes beyond just recruitment. I think that goes, you know, for being a college student in general, social media is just, it's, it's so fake when it comes to, you know, like people and what they're actually going through. And so just remembering to give yourself grace in that moment, like you are not behind, you are right where you need to be. Like, and appreciating that time being by yourself, because like you learn it. I learned so much about myself during those like months where I had friends, you know, I had a good roommate. There were people that I could count on, but I didn't feel like I had like my best friend within the first month and a half of being here. And I look back and I'm like, or first few months, I'm like, I'm so thankful that I didn't let those social media posts or, you know, the things that I thought I knew I was like, Oh my God, it's just me. Like, I don't have any friends. And that's just not the case. Like, everyone else in your life, everyone around you is going through the exact same thing as you are. And um, giving your great, giving yourself grace throughout this and throughout your entire four years is really important, but specifically your first year, whether it be recruitment or just college life in general, for sure. Thank you so much, Kenley, for coming on and chatting about your experience, you know, going through recruitment and, um, you know, being involved in your sorority. I so appreciate you. Oh, I, I'm so happy. I I love doing this. Thank you for asking me to come on. And I, like I said, you know, um, so much or so much about what goes on at Ole Miss is amazing, but I, I love the recruitment aspect. So it was just, I'm, I was so blessed to be able to talk to you today. Yay. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. And I will see the rest of you guys on our next episode. Bye y'all.